bom 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 Nobody knows where we might end up. Nobody knows. Bom 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 bom. Something like that. Yeah. All right, everyone. Welcome back. Another fantastic episode episode to be of uh, Christina Yang. Please return our calls. Uh, Dr. <laughs> Stephanie Birch now. Dr. Anna Vatsaler. How are you, Anna? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Great. I'm not wearing a stitch of makeup right now. <laughs> really? I couldn't tell. Which Really? Uh, yeah, I don't know what that means. Is that good? Um, I think I think you're intending it as a compliment, but it's actually a huge dig because I spend hours trying to make a cool mm. little smoky eye look and it seems like that's going unnoticed. <laughs> I still every once in a while think about your your lip gloss kit that you had as a kid and do you how, want me it's a, do much... you want me to recap how you how you make lip gloss <laughs> no nope <laughs> but every time I think about it I'm like I can't believe that that was like you were like oh she just needs to know <laughs> I was shocked you didn't know how to make lip gloss it's you make your really own, fun you make your own smoky eye um no I'm using a palette <laughs> Okay. I don't trust making, I wouldn't make makeup that like goes on my eyes. The eye is too sensitive of an area. And we, as really doctors, is. we know this, the eye is simply too sensitive. And it came up Did in you? this episode, actually. The eye. Oh my God, the, the eye. eye. Yes. Sensitive, sensitive eye. I was going to say, did you know that you're supposed to, when you put on like eye creams and stuff, use... Like if you're right-handed, use your left hand ring finger to apply the eye cream and like dab it on using specifically that finger. I had no idea. You that know what? Is, I had a suspicion sense. based on everything I know about you. <laughs> I had a suspicion you wouldn't know that. <laughs> what is there? What's the logic behind it? Is that like your least used finger? Yeah, it's going to be like your weakest finger and like the skin is so sensitive around your eyes and like delicate, I guess not sensitive, delicate is the word that like it'll like cause the least like pulling and damage to your skin if you use like your absolute weakest finger. Shit, when I'm putting on moisturizer on my face, I just like slather it on. I'm just Yeah, like, I can see that. You yeah. actually have not rubbed in your moisturizer at all. No, no, and I don't plan to. I, I thought this was <laughs> the best way to do it. I mean, you're probably getting significant sun protection. That's for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, haven't seen the sun in Seattle in what has it been now? Ages. Three, yeah. three, four months. Three, four God, months. We got that one sunny day, and I you. I, I will say you look like um you look like a caricature of a lifeguard with like zinc on your nose. Mm -hmm. Yeah, isn't that cute? It's pretty cute. It's pretty it's, cute. <laughs> I thought that was like a kind of a hot like you know throwback look okay so in your mind you're like channeling Baywatch exactly but you're specifically just channeling zinc on the nose mm -hmm. lifeguard vibes yeah okay yeah 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 Inside. you know what if it works for you it works for you do you feel like it's been working do you feel like people are like noticing you more people are definitely noticing me I mean they're coming up to me and they're saying you need to rub that in oh okay so... sexually <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think I think they most yeah, I think they mean it sexually. I think they don't know if they mean it sexually, but they mean it sexually. That's the thing. Sometimes you say stuff and you don't know that you actually do mean it sexually. Exactly. Exactly. Like I'll be like, I'll have um do you have, do you have oat milk actually? And I don't know that I mean that sexually. Mm-hmm. That's good to follow up with ambiguity. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so we just watched the season finale. Ooh, Unbelievable ooh. season. What a great season. I what mean, a short season. Nine short episodes. Season. And you know, it's like now it makes sense why why we weren't seeing this season. It's like they were just trying to cut for time. Mm-hmm. And they only had nine episodes to work with. So right. like, okay, I'll forgive you for not including us, I guess. But I hear that next season is going to be significantly longer. How many episodes? Like 20 plus? Yeah, I think I was hearing 20 plus. Because they were so, like, yeah. they were like strap in, get to know the camera guys. Like we're doing this another season and it's going to be a lot more. So I think that'll be our place to kind of Yeah, I mean, if they're trying to fill that many hours, we're bound to be included. Yeah, they have to run out of stuff. Do you want to read the recap for this episode? Yes, I'm going to read the recap. This episode, what was the title of this episode? Um, Do you want me to guess? You guess, and then I'll tell you what it is, because I just saw it, and it's I'm guessing it's called Secrets and Syphilis. Okay, well, that would have been a great name. And that is because that captures exactly what the episode was about, which is secrets and syphilis. But it's called Who's Zooming Who? What? Yeah. Literally. I'm scared. Why? Who's Zooming Who? Wait, I did they do the thing like- where like everything's a song or something? Oh, do they? We haven't talked much about the titles. Because huh. Who's Zooming is uh, like Aretha Franklin. Oh, okay. But you know, I don't listen to much music. I know, I know. You like the sound of rainwater. Exactly. And I like a babbling brook. Never forget that. But yeah, who's Zoom and who? I guess they're just like, who's banging because of the syphilis and the secrets. Um, so who's I, Zoom and who? Wait, I, I actually don't really know. Confusing <laughs> For some you. reason, it's like really... Th- Did they play who's Zoom and who in the episode? Again, I don't even register music. I listen to it so little, but uh, I don't think so. Mm. okay that's my guess are all of the episodes song titles (laughs) you really blowing my mind you hate not knowing this this is st louis abysbo all over again this is oh and you know what i actually (laughs) dug deeper into the st louis abysbo situation the reason it was hitting my ear wrong is because you were saying st louis abysbo Uh and it's san louis abysbo so it and that the issue wasn't the louis the issue was the saint (laughs) That makes a San lot of Louis sense. Abispo. San Luis Obispo. Hmm. Yeah, that rolls off the tongue much better. They did a so good job. So much better. <laughs> it was a good naming job they did. Okay, read your recap. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, worried about his failing sight, Weber, chief, uh, confide, confides his fears uh, to Derek, who starts, who, who, I'm sorry, I am. What's happening to you? I, I. <laughs> I don't have my reading glasses on. Oh, you have put on vision my... as well. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. It's failed, but I have the reading glasses. Okay. So the chief is worried about his eyesight. And so he tells Derek, who comes up with a startling suggestion. After a night of passion with one of the nurses, George becomes the latest victim of sexually transmitted diseases that inflect, infect uh, other members of the hospital. There they go again with the victim thing. Victim. <laughs> Burke discovers his best friend Bill is a patient at Seattle Grace and tells him unpleasant news about his wife and finds out that Bill has a uterus. I added that. And Izzy and Christina are caught in the crossfire as the family of an alcoholic bickers over a man's medical treatment. But the big, quote, money scene 
in this finale episode of Grey's Anatomy first season occurs at the very end. Wait, when- I want to guess the money scene. Okay. Oh, I know the money scene. It's Madison <laughs> <No>. comes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when <laughs> Meredith discovers to her chagrin, <laughs> I've never used that word chagrin. in a sentence. Chagrin. Chagrin. <laughs> Who knew this would be the hardest part of our podcast? Just listening to me read. (laughs) Can I tell you, I love words like chagrin. Like when I, um, it reminds me of reading books when I was like a kid and the books would use language that's like slightly too Mm -hmm. elevated to actually be used in like real dialogue. And then I would like try to use those words. Like I recently was like looking at Oh, that's like an old diary or something that I had had from when I was maybe like, seven years old and I was like mom was very cross today (laughs) (laughs) that is so that is fucking adorable you tried to like apply your new knowledge oh in your diary I can see myself being like I was chagrined to discover that we (laughs) that they said it was going to be square pizza for lunch today but instead it was buttered noodles which I do like but I was expecting (laughs) the pizza i would love to read a bit of your diary tell me tell me that's a possibility i'll try to track it down i they're they're like at my parents house though oh my god you gotta track it down get them to xerox and fax it over i don't i don't think i i don't know Ooh, that's that's gonna be tricky but i'm gonna do my best i'll do my best are you worried that your parents will see something in there that kind of but i don't know what i would have written like I was so young, I don't know that I could have written anything that would like be very scandalous. But yeah, did you ever have? But one I also of those... don't know that I still want them to read it. Yeah, it's personal. That's why I want you to tell it on the podcast. Because as I've learned, for... yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I'm happy to share on the podcast, but that does not mean I want my mom to read it. <laughs> I'll share with literal strangers more. <laughs> uh, did you ever have growing up like one of those pens that was like, um, uh? like an invisible pen and so oh, you write yes <laughs> i had one of those Honey, we talking was... pens are we talking <laughs> pens right now i had gel pens i had those kind of pencils that you stack you know what i mean where like when one comes you stack it from the top and then mm-hmm. like a little thing comes out of the bottom mm-hmm. i had i like the clicky pens i have pens where you can have four different colors at once if you're if you're willing to push down all the buttons you know? yeah oh yeah 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 pens that smelled like maple syrup wow i've never even heard of that i i know a good i know a green apple pen or something but it's maple syrup such a specific i actually don't think i let you finish what was happening what was tamarida's chagrin <laughs> Tamarida's <laughs> chagrin. I, I think stopping me from reading this poorly was not the worst thing that happened, but uh, whatever. She finds out that she's not the only woman in Derek's life and we meet Addison Shepard. That was so dramatic. I loved I, it. That was so, so dramatic. That was, I'm excited for Addison to be here, to be honest. Me too. She seems great. I didn't love like her like she just kind of seems like rich in New York in a way I like. I also feel like every TV show really benefits from like kind of like a a rude lady with like big red hair. Like yes. I always like that as an addition on the show. Red seems very important to her character, 
Was she I also can... wearing a red coat or did I imagine that? No, I think she's wearing like a black, like it almost looks like a black kind of fur coat. Almost. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense with the whole like New York yeah. suave vibe. She, I... like she just came from the opera. I have to say, I when she came on the screen, and I did see her briefly at the hospital, but when I saw her on the screen, I was like, okay, is this my new crush? Oh. Because okay, so you're, you're just giving up on Christina? I, Why? Because you don't like pregnant women? <laughs> that's uh, actually really problematic, and we should have a discussion about that. On screen, on cam, or on pod, or off, you know? Yeah, no, we should definitely talk about that because I'm sure it's deeply. I probably have some deep rooted uh, hate. <laughs> yeah, every time I noticed that this week, anytime you saw Christina, you like shivered and you said, ugh. <laughs> you could hear me you say, said, ugh. yucky. Yeah, you said, yucky. <laughs> yeah, and then I was, yeah, I mean, I guess, but. <laughs> Oh, that's so insensitive, but um, like I, I'm I happy sc- for you to pivot your crush to Addison. I think Addison is so hot, and you know I love a redhead on screen. But I, I do, I do worry that she is, she is married to a man who is Doctor Shepherd. I just kind of feel like this one might be slightly, slightly more ambitious. You know? Yes. Well, not to talk about. Um abortion too flippantly but uh christina might be back in this rotation soon because i don't think she's that's why i think i long. think christina is a little bit more realistic for you <laughs> yeah i know i'm i'm never gonna give up i'm never gonna give up well i love I, that I, hey maybe hey you know what maybe you could be the the doctor administering the abortion that could bring you guys together <laughs> what an honor that would be yeah i just like spit i i just can't believe (laughs) that you that's my like can you imagine if that was my meat cute like why don't they have a rom-com about (laughs) the person administering the abortion and the abortion i don't know what the word is like and it's like yeah that's a love story that is a love story and you know what i think actually and like whatever maybe this is like uh my liberal agenda shining through but i do believe that abortion doctors deserve love that's bold of you thank you thank you (laughs) your liberal agenda is just (laughs) bursting through the surface what a hero you are thank you yeah i think that people who give abortions should find love and I, again, sometimes happy. it should be with the people that they're giving the abortion to. Exactly. You never know. You, you never, never know. know. Um, so, so yeah. So Addison shows up, which was bananas. Did you have, like, did you feel like Derek had a secret? Like, did you see that coming at all? Well, as you know, I get major cult leader vibes from Derek. So Mm -hmm. I feel like he's a man hiding many, many secrets. I would not be surprised if more wives don't start popping out of the woodwork. Because I don't know that I don't actually know necessarily what his cult does, but it could be one of those sex cults where he has 50 wives. Oh, that would be so horrible to find out. I bet he has a wife in every single state. Do you think? Even a, every single state. Well, maybe not Alaska and Hawaii, but I was going to say, country, you know, the, the other ones. 
How, yeah, the amount of time you would need Alabama, to... Arizona, yeah. Arkansas, California, Colorado, Connecticut, Delaware, Florida, Georgia, not Hawaii, Idaho, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Kentucky, Louisiana, Maine, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, Minnesota, Mississippi, Missouri, Montana, Nebraska, Nevada, New York, New Jersey, New Mexico, Addison's in New York, North Carolina, North Dakota, Ohio, <laughs> Oregon, Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, South Carolina, South Carolina, Tennessee, Texas, yeehaw. <laughs> <laughs> You should have Vermont, Virginia, Washington, West Virginia, Wisconsin, or even Wyoming. Oh my God, that was so impressive. I don't think I could even name all the states, let alone have fun little side notes about them. Yeehaw, Texas. Yeah, for Texas. <laughs> yeah, I have a little fun. I like I like thinking of fun little side notes for every state. What's the side note for Nebraska? Oh, Nebraska, I say so cold. So cold. So well, cold. Can I ask? <laughs> Actually, you know what I say about Nebraska? That I, I, I'm mistaken. I say so cold about Montana. About Nebraska, I say, oh, it, it has contain, contains the world's largest ball of stamps. Is that a fact? That is actually a fact. Wow. That's... And I've seen it. Wow. Have you really? Yeah. How big was it? It's actually not um not that big it's probably like five feet wide maybe four okay. feet wide four feet wide probably okay so no about- you know what yeah four yeah let's go with four feet four by four this okay circle similar to my height you're four feet tall <laughs> yeah yeah for four eleven you know what I've actually never noticed oh you're four eleven okay four eleven is close to five feet I yeah that's still pretty short yeah, I'm a little guy. Yeah, you are a little guy. But I'm bigger than a ball of stamps. <laughs> that is the damn truth. Yeah. But you weigh less probably because I'm pretty sure. Guess how much the biggest ball of stamps weighs? Um, 250 pounds. I'm pretty sure it was 300. I'm actually going to Google this now. Hmm. Um, not to, sorry to distract you with stamp knowledge. What's the biggest thing you've ever seen? <laughs> Uh, you know, I, I think the biggest thing I've ever seen was I went on a road trip with my mom across the country. Okay, wait, I'm sorry. I have to back back up. Okay. A little bit of what I said. Okay. The, the, um, the world's largest ball of stamps is actually 32 inches in diameter, but it weighs 600 pounds. So I thought it was bigger yet lighter, and it's actually smaller yet heavier. Dense. Wow. Well, that makes sense. They're okay. like skinny little things. Yeah. Stamp. I just can't believe in my mind, I must have, I don't know what I was thinking. In my mind, the stamp was as big as me, and it's yeah. 32 inches. <laughs> <laughs> Um, wait, so the biggest thing I've seen was I was driving across the country with my mom and we stopped in, um, Delaware. We left from Philadelphia and we stopped in Delaware. So, okay. Delaware. My fun fact about that is teeny tiny, teeny tiny. It was, Mm -hmm. but biggest thing I ever saw, they had a uh, statue of a shoe and it was, uh, almost two stories high. And I've never Whoa. seen a building higher than two stories. So, never? Mm-mm, guess not, because shoe was the biggest thing I'd ever seen. It was an oh, Air Jordan. I'm meaning more like 
things that aren't meant to be that big, you know? Mm, it was an Air mm-hmm. Jordan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know why when you said that I was picturing like a boot. Oh, were you? Like with yeah. a little kitten heel? No, no, like a hiking boot. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was imagining like, uh, yeah, a going out shoe, as they call it. Going out. Ew, you're going out shoe is a, a kitten heel boot? <laughs> my- we have to go shopping. <laughs> my going out shoe is my cleanest Vans, if we're being honest. Yeah, that, that feels on brand for you. Yeah. For sure. What's your going out shoe? It depends on where I'm going out to, you know. Um, to a club. Oh, see, here's the thing about me. Mm-hmm. I don't do well in heels. So mm. I like a, I, I do like a stacked heel moment, but it's got to be comfortable, especially mm. if I'm at the club. You could you be know? dancing. If I'm dancing all night, I can't be in a stiletto. I got to be in a stacked heel. There's not a big club scene uh, at this hospital. Like everyone just wants to go to Joe's. I'm like, can we do like a night where we all take Molly, go to a club yeah, and just like fucking forget our names? Who? Okay. You know what? Your birthday's coming up. We're mm-hmm. doing it. We're doing Molly and we're going clubbing. Who do you want to come to your Molly B-Day Fest? Okay. I definitely think Izzy will be fun. Okay. I don't. Well- Actually, would Izzy be fun to do drugs with? Well, I just know that she's, because she was a model, and I know you were oh. too, so don't get like- it. Like, <laughs> yeah. I was absolutely doing Molly when I was nine. Yep, 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 yep. But because she was a model like in her 20s, no shade to you, uh, I know she knows how to like keep up. So that's why I would think she would be fun to party okay. with. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would, I, I would really like to bring Meredith as well. Yeah, Meredith would be a very fun time. Yeah, and then Curveball Bailey. Oh, okay. You 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 did seem like you were having a good time with Bailey at that house party. Yes, exactly. I just think she's like, if I need to get away from it and just have a chat, like she'd be a delightful person to chat with. You know who I think would be really fun to do drugs with is um, Dr. Burke. But I thought he was so awkward. Is that appealing? You know what? In a drug world? mm, Yes. (laughs) It could be because I had had kind of forgotten about, I had kind of forgotten about how awkward he is. Um, But there's something about that that could be kind of funny. Like maybe he would like, maybe he would like get his shit together. Like I I kind of just want to see what would happen to him on drugs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay. Wait, who's someone who would legitimately be very fun to do drugs with on this? in this arc of our co-workers i mean now i'm like obviously I mean, we I mean, just Christina, met her yeah but if and, she chooses to abort the baby if she's pregnant i don't want to give her any molly <laughs> no because i can't not, i can't not again you know no it's just not right no um i think that from what little i know about addison she seems like she'd be a blast yeah and she actually probably has like really good connections yeah she's probably got that really clean drugs you know like you know who i don't want to do drugs with george no we I were beating crying. around would, the bush we both cry it. yeah he would, he would do something really he would like absolutely destroy the vibe yes he would make it all about him what did he you would, think of of george this week um like, george so george this week he found out he had well he had a rash we showed alex who diagnosed him with syphilis Right. And then he yep. confronted the girl he was seeing. Um, 
I I felt like he was being really overly sensitive about her dating or like sleeping with Alex also. Mm-hmm. Like, and I get that it maybe part of it is just because it's like of all people, it's Alex who like is kind of is like his bully to say it, sort of. Um, but I thought he was being kind of an asshole. Yeah, I thought he was being kind of annoying. And he was being so he was hogging the bathroom in the morning for so long. Oh my God, I forgot about that. And he like walked into the bathroom full naked because what yeah. happens is is that Izzy is knocking on the door and she thinks he's like jerking off or something like that yeah. because he's fully naked in the bathroom for like a significant period of time, but not like showering or anything. And then, um, it, it, but then like we see like a trail of clothes outside, which meant that he got fully undressed in the hallway and then went into the bathroom. It was just such a weird choice. Yeah, so weird, so weird. We saw a lot. Why couldn't, he, why couldn't he inspect his rash in like his own bedroom? Yeah, he definitely didn't need to be in the bathroom now that I think about it. And he was like reading a book about it in the bathroom too. It was like, you're setting up shop here. This right. could be easily your bedroom. We, I, This episode was a lot of like naked George. Yeah, remember he, cause he showed his penis to Alex at one point. He showed his he showed his butt to all the gals. Mm-hmm. Who? Okay, so he came to Alex to like diagnose the syphilis. Who, if you had to show your penis to any one of our coworkers, who would it be? Um, and it has a rash in this hypothetical yeah. penis. Yeah, something's wrong with it, and you don't know what. Well, I think I would show you. Yeah, but I'm not. That's actually like a huge honor, and I don't take that lightly that is thank you I feel that like really speaks volumes about like how far we've come in our friendship but um, imagine that I'm not an option okay then um you know what I would go right to the top I would show the chief (laughs) oh okay yeah yeah I would get right down to business okay hey you want to see something interesting what do you think this is and I kind of treat it like a test that kind of, oh okay so you're like challenging the chief a little bit and yeah. you're like peacocking a little bit yeah i'm taking the power back and then i would be like bet you don't know what this is motherfucker and then he would be like what and and then i pull my pants down in his office what wow who would you go to? i don't know i was maybe meredith mm. i kind because i yeah. kind of feel like Izzy I don't trust at all I am like not into this vibe of her like teasing George so much not into Izzy right now um Mm -hmm. Alex I feel like he would like post photos of it all over the locker room or something yeah um maybe Christina but I also actually maybe Christina would be perfect because I feel like she'd be like real blunt not not uh dilly dally with it she'd be in and out and then she'd be like I get me a soda yeah yeah Give me a soda and chips. Christina freaking loves soda and chips. I know, it's ridiculous. Um, But she, yeah, she would be very medical about it, which I think would be helpful. Yeah, because I feel like Bailey wouldn't let me forget it. No. Bailey would, like, give me a weird nickname and, like, call me it during rounds. Yeah, she'd be like, what what do you think your nickname would be? Bumps? Bumps. That's good. I was going to say old sweaty dick, but I like bumps better. <laughs> bumps is kind of a cool nickname, actually. Actually, like, bumps, bumps rocks. <laughs> Wait, can, will you start calling me bumps? Yes, definitely. I'll start, I'll, I'll see if it, but what if people ask, you know, like, why? 
We'll just tell him it's because of my lovely lady humps. Okay. That's perfect. I, I thought I, I see no follow-up questions. <laughs> Wait, maybe that's not a good work nickname. Maybe we'll say that the reason I'm called bumps is because I bumped into the table one time. I bumped into the table. I'm a little clumsy. Yeah. I bumped into a table. And I'll build it. I'll be like, it was hilarious. Yeah. You had to be there. The table was just like there. And then that way it's our secret. No one knows that it's the nickname is actually about my hypothetical rash on my hypothetical penis. Exactly. That yeah. hypothetically offered to Christina. Showed, <laughs> not offered to. <laughs> now watch it. <laughs> yeah. That's good. That's a good point. You can't show, you definitely can't choose. Dr. Shepard, because he would use that as leverage over you in some way. You are convinced he's in a cult. He's absolutely a cult leader, for sure. Yeah. That's, uh, you know, I just watched a documentary about cults. Um, very upsetting. What kind of cult was it? It was uh, Scientology. Mm, yeah. Yeah, it's upsetting. That's why I'm worried for Meredith's safety when she's with shepherd so much and she's been with dr shepherd so much recently like we barely seen her at the house i worry for her safety is that why you tailed her last week yeah and that's why i've also been testing all of her drinks before she takes a sip out of them it's because <laughs> i'm nervous that he is putting something in her beverage wait so you take a little sip of all of her drinks or you take yes. a oh my god i take a little sip i'd rather it happen to me than to Mary. I was wondering about that because we were all eating lunch the other day and you just, you literally ran up in a full sprint, grabbed her Diet Coke, took a sip and then left. That's right. And as you were leaving, you screamed, it's fine. Yeah, I was like, it's okay. It's all clear. Um, Yeah, yeah, I've been doing that for going on three weeks now. I'm just, she was really, and I want to be diligent. She was really alarmed by it. You know, she didn't even drink the Diet Coke. You know what? She can be mad now, but she'll thank me later. You're a hero. Yeah. Thank Good for you. you. I, I, it's a little ab- abrasive, I think, uh, but it is. It's abrasive to try to sa- help a friend, <laughs> to try to save a friend from what could be a sex cult or a murder cult or like a Charles Manson situation. You think that's, you think that's me being a little brace? It may, maybe this is my liberal agenda coming out, but I actually don't think that just because I want to save a friend from perhaps violence or um, I, like, I don't know, doing, getting involved in something that's like over her head, then I need to like quiet down, you know? <laughs> Your liberal agenda is on today. Don't tell me. I'm a fucking girl boss when it comes to saving friends from cults, okay? Have you done it before? Yeah, I'll girl boss the shit out of some cults. I'm always testing people's drinks. I've I've rescued. um, Sometimes, you know what? And look, I'll be the first to say it. Sometimes I'm wrong. I'm not always right. I'm not, I mean, I'm human, you know? One time I thought that there was this guy who was being really shady really shady at a Baskin Robbins and um it turns out you do just you do get a free a free cone on your birthday and I thought he was grooming my friend (laughs) but um, wow that that was my fault and you know what when I spoke to the FBI about it they were like stop you have to stop calling and I was like I'll stop for this one I'll let this one slide and that's on me do you have a good relationship with the FBI are you you know you know what it comes and it goes um 
they're not always they don't always seem happy to see me but again same thing with meredith they might be mad now but you'll be thanking me later wow that's bold stuff i uh, is everywhere is it it is but also sometimes it is just you get a free drink at starbucks on your birthday I got to And you follow- don't know unless you call the FBI. You don't know until you call the FBI and you You, <laughs> you couldn't money. ask the Starbucks people or I can't trust them. Oh my Yes, you do get a free fried ice cream at some some Mexican restaurants on your birthday. That's not grooming. But you don't know until you ask. Did you ever think about going into the FBI? You obviously seem very excited about, you know, kind of stopping cults. Um you know, I I didn't really think about it. I've always kind of known that I'm going to be a surgeon slash artist on the side. I, um, you think I would be a good FBI agent? I think you'd be a great one. What? Well, that's crazy because both of us have skills that would do well in like, like crime solving. Yeah. You just said recently that you thought that you could be a great, well, you want to solve that San Francisco killer case. We oh can yeah. Yeah. Together on this one. Yeah, I would love to get your insight into the case. I've been hitting a bit of a wall on it. Okay. Do you know do you know by chance if any of the women who've been killed in San Francisco recently had celebrated like a birthday or something? Um, I assume some of them have Okay, that could be grooming. <laughs> could be grooming. So birthdays are grooming? Mm, you just see a lot of it around birthdays. <laughs> all right, all right. I'm gonna trust you on that. Sometimes like a bookstore will give you a free bookmark. That's actually not grooming. That's okay. actually just, they just give you free bookmarks, little paper bookmarks. You're very you know, aware yeah, of Yeah, you know stuff. what? We'll do this off, off the air, but if you have any questions about what's grooming and what's just a freebie at a store, let me know. I've been through it all. I've seen it well, all. I love freebies, so I would love to find that out and then go to all the places and get the freebies. Okay. I got a big list of those as well. Great. Um, so while um, George was dealing with his syphilis and you know running around the hospital trying to get diagnosed with it what were you working on okay so my case this week it's actually really really interesting okay um, it was uh, a man okay fascinating yes absolutely <laughs> enthralling stuff the fact that it was a man already um his name was uh philip seymour not hoffman i asked um and he had come in because he had just suffered a heart attack uh and was like having other kind of ailments going on he was like having like it, it almost looked like a seizure but it was like it, it, it was cardio i don't know it was kind of crazy but anyway that's not even the craziest part so okay. he's in for all these tests. He's in the ICU. He has his family come in. And then he pulls me aside. They all leave to go get an ice cream. He pulls me aside and he says, my second family is coming. I'm going to need you to explain all that all over again. Just then, like clockwork, a second group, mother, four kids. They all come in. He had, this man has two fucking families. And I had oh to give the God. whole second family. So then all day long, he was like, when that family left, the guy was like, you're going to have to help me keep them separated. So then I had to run interference all day long, making sure that the two families did not interact or see each other. I had to run all of his tests, or like give his results twice, you know, so then that way the wife could, each wife could hear it. And the kids could hear it. It was 
it was madness. It was, it was all day long. I was just, that is wild. Yeah. That is eventually, mm -hmm. well, eventually they discovered each other because when I was going down to get my syphilis test on the third floor, the elevator door opened up and the boy from one family and the girl from the other family were making out. (gasps) And then the jig was up. We had to, had to come clean. Oh my God. So his like kids were hooking up? Yeah, but they didn't know they were related. Of course, but still, how upsetting. It was very. So how did you do it? How did you tell, how did you tell everyone? I, I just screamed, you're, you're siblings. (laughs) Very smooth. (laughs) It was a very Dr. Burke moment. (laughs) You're siblings. What did they do? I This is crazy. They were like, huh? And then we went to an act break and then we were back in the, back in the, <laughs> in the hospital room. And, um, and I brought back the kids and I was like, and then, um, uh, the, so the, the one wife was in there, mm-hmm. Jessica, mm-hmm. Jessica was in there with her, with her daughters. Mm-hmm. Cause it was kind of like a Brady bunch situation where one wife had all daughters and then the other wife had all sons. Oh God. So the, the wife with the daughters was in the room and I brought in, I brought in the, the kids. And uh-huh. then just then the other wife came in and was like, that's my kid. And then the woman was like, no, that's my kid. And then then they all were in the same room and it all came out wow what a what a perfect that would have been a great case for the episode i mean it would have been a fantastic episode yeah talk about secrets i mean my lord so let me ask you something did he like always look the same between the two families um or did he have like oh he yeah, he actually asked for me to, like, anytime I was, like, running interference, he would ask me to try to stall for at least six minutes, and he had it down to, like, truly a science. He could do this in six minutes or less. Um, he would do, like, a full change where he would change his wardrobe, because one guy was, like, one one version of himself was very preppy, and then the mm. other version of him was, like, kind of schlubby, mm-hmm. so he would change outfits. The schlubby version had a mustache. And then the preppy version, surprisingly, had a shaved head. So then he had to shave his head. So he would, he would have a shaved head for when he was preppy. And then he had like a little hair piece for when he was schlubby. And then he would put the, what would I say? He put the mustache on. He also would apply extra hair to his chest. So he had a hairier chest when he was preppy than when he was schlubby. Nothing about the look he has when he's preppy feels preppy to me. It's, a, it's about the attitude though. That's oh, okay. So what was the, can you, can you give us a little, like what he sounded like when he was preppy versus schlubby? Sure. When he was preppy, he'd be like, where are my boat shoes? We're going to the country club. <laughs> okay. Or when he was schlubby, he'd be like, babe, give me another beer. I'm watching King of Queens and I can't get up from the couch. <laughs> And were the kids like one set of kids were preppy and one set of kids were schlubby? Yeah, but it was swapped. So it was the schlubby oh. guy had all preppy kids and the preppy guy had all schlub kids. This guy could have his own sitcom. I know. I thought I actually said the same thing and I was like, 
this is a reality show. You don't know that. Like you could talk to her name's Shonda. You could talk to Shonda and see if she'd be interested in like getting into reality. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was like, it, it, this, he was still in schlubby mode. So he was like, I'm not getting off the couch after King of Queens is Maverick. Wow. So he was very like method. Like he didn't have kind of yeah. the concept that he was being schlubby and his preppy <laughs> personality should have taken over to take you up on this hypothetical and actually now that you're saying this you know should i have called for a psych consult probably (laughs) yeah that feels glaringly obvious now you know what it's one of those things that's crazy you don't think about it until you like say it out loud and then you like hear how insane it sounds Mm -hmm. um you're right i should have called psych and i did not what was it like for you saying the information twice did you like do it exactly the same way did you change it up a little depending on his character you know, um, I tried to keep it consistent, but then there's times when just to keep things interesting for me, I would try a different delivery. So if I had to be like, to the first wife, I'd be like, we gave him four cc's of penicillin. To the second wife, I might be, be like, we gave him four cc's of penicillin. Oh, okay. You know, and I just wanted to see what would hit harder. So I did that a lot where I'd be like, he's resting comfortably now. And then I'd be like, he's resting comfortably now. <laughs> and just is just to see i love that there's so much you can do with 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 the english language you're really showing that to me now i yes. i i've always said that a case should be fun for you too um yes 100%. so of course you took it back and you kind of you used well, it like as an experiment working, you know we're working 100 hour weeks it's like this is my life you know Mm -hmm. I have to make the most of this one life I have and if that means I can have a little fun with a a patient living a double life who yes probably was suffering from some sort of multi multiple personality disorder or something could be we'll never know you never got the psych yeah yeah or maybe he was just simply psychotic I don't know yeah who knows maybe he was a sociopath who's to say aren't we all a little like, uh, I'll tell you exactly who's to say, uh, Doctor. Uh, like, yeah, Doctor. Doctor Philistine, uh, who does psych. Doctor Philistine. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know what? I don't think Doctor Philistine and I have been introduced yet. You got to meet him. What is? He's, uh, he, he's hilarious. He's funny. Yeah, love a funny doctor. Oh, okay, interesting. I I kind of figured that like Doctor Philistine would maybe be like. Um, like not like what kind of humor does he have um he's he's really into puns okay maybe that is kind of philistine then i thought you were saying maybe he was making like topical references and i was like I, that doesn't feel like a philistine to me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i haven't met many of that family of the the yeah his wife is hilarious too she works at the cafeteria interesting oh you know what i nancy yeah nancy i do know nancy yeah nancy is a treat she is a spitfire um what were you working on this week i had a case that um are you okay it seems like it really affected you i it was very emotional yeah i um I had a case that was kind of about a secret too. Um, I had what I call a proposal gone wrong. 
So I had a woman come in and she basically had, she was trying to propose to her husband by putting a ring up her nose. Okay. And then I guess you would do that. I, I of course thought the same thing. So I asked and it turns out that they met at a pig farm and they have this inside joke where they go oink oink and they pull up their nose kind of and then the ring was going to fall out and it was going to be this like you know beautiful moment and she was really excited to propose to her husband and the ring maybe this is my liberal agenda flying (laughs) out of me but that's cool that's cool you're crazy (laughs) you're so bold um and so yeah so she basically the ring got stuck Right. And so I just did a little work to get it out. I used a uh, ringerang and yanked. You did it. You used a ringerang and you yanked. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought when you use a ringerang, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I thought when you use a ringerang, you're supposed to use circular motions to pull out. Right. Typically, that's what you would do. But do you want to describe for our listeners who maybe aren't doctors what a ringerang is? Yeah. So a ringerang is basically like uh, a scalpel, but imagine there's a spoon at the end, and the inside of that spoon isn't filled in, and there's sort like of. Spoons? Mm-hmm. Oh, or do you mean it's like a circle? I mean, it's like a circle. Oh, okay. uh, it's like has a hole in it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was quick to say it's like most spoons because um, I didn't want you to feel left out. Thank you. Um, but yeah, and so it's an instrument that looks like that. And you you usually use a circular motion. I yanked because she seemed like she was in a lot of pain. And I was like, I can do this quickly or I can do this slowly. And she was like, okay, well, quickly if it's safe. And I said, I said quickly, not safely. And she was like, I don't understand. And well, was, it seems like... It, it- and I'm just going to jump in here. It seems like maybe if you wanted your thing to make more sense, you should have said, I can either do this quickly or I can do this safely. Mm-hmm. Not I can do this quickly or I can do this slowly. And I think maybe Yeah, because like, then, of course, it would be like, why wouldn't you choose why would quickly? You, yeah, why would you choose slowly? Unless- yeah, yeah. In retrospect, I definitely didn't map out the options uh, accurately. Right. Uh I wish we could be doctors together and just tackle all these cases together. You could catch me on stuff like that. No, we're like, the perfect yin to each other's yang. You I know. know. Dr. Yang. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what if I changed my name to Ying and then Yang had to like be my well, best friend? Well, I would friend. suggest you change it to Yin. Yin. Yin, yeah. Yin, Yin. And then, I think, and then I think that bit might make a little more sense. Yeah. Um, I think that'd be cool. I can see her being a little... I wouldn't be surprised if like people have done that before made that joke yeah or, like or change their change, name legally change their name and like she just seems like a person who like people are trying to get close to yeah definitely and like I, she doesn't fall for it well i have to be you know original so i guess i wouldn't do it now if you think other well, people i guess to be more it. original you could do ying I, I, I'm worried that we would spend a lot of time with me explaining it you know what i mean this is what i was going for this is why I just don't think it would are be. The yang, are the are the yin yang twins yin yang or are they yin yang? Now, <sighs> remind me again their their song. Don't they do the whisper? The song? whisper song, yeah. Wait till you see my that one. <laughs> yeah, wait. Can you sing it? Wait till you see my. Oh, wait till you see my. Hey. Yeah. yeah. 
Oh, they they are yin yang twins. So maybe you could tell her that you are that's good at yin yang twins. Yes, I think that's a great idea. But um, okay, wait, back to the case. So she had the thing stuck up her nose. I pulled it out anyway. About two hours later, another guy walks in and coincidentally also has something stuck up his nose. I do a similar thing. I pull it out, whatever. Uh, you know, they're both checking out at the end of the thing. They look at each other and they're like, Sydney, Garrett. And it turns out they're best friends from college who both were going to propose to their significant others that day the same way. That's too crazy. That's too weird. I know. And so then I was like, okay, like, why don't you guys just propose to each other? Because this just feels so perfect. Perfect. And uh, they said, fuck it. Why not? And uh, they got engaged. Holy hell. Okay. I know. It was wild. That is wild. I will say I don't love stories like that where it's like <laughs> you didn't tell it beautifully, but I I don't like when like you hear when it's like God, what am I trying to say? Like when it's like an old college friend or something like that, or like an old high school boyfriend. And then they just like immediately are like, well, maybe we should get married. And then they say, fuck it, let's do it. And then they like get married. It's like, oh, okay. I feel like you've been like low key lying to your current partner this whole time. Yes. If you are that quick to leave, like something was not. Yeah. Like you were never over them and you were never fully into this new person. I feel like. Yeah. You're just like flailing and falling through life. And also just like, I feel like secretly hoping they'll come back into your life. Yeah that they're here you're like taking this opportunity you know the moment i i kind of hate stories like that too actually because that something very similar actually happened to me once what do you mean i was dating someone um and uh he he was uh he was 12 years my senior okay does that mean i'm younger or older it means you're younger okay i was 12 years his senior that's okay. not important to the story. It's just I it's thought actually, it- you know what? It actually is important to the story because how long ago was this? Okay, yeah. We're <laughs> <laughs> your liberal agenda's coming out and now it's gonna be weird. <laughs> because we're interns, so we're what, like 29? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So if this happened last year, he was 16. Okay. <laughs> Um, oh, are you an old intern or something? <laughs> I guess now's a good time for me to tell you that I'm actually 56. Oh, okay. I Wait, did you? Th- you thought we were both 30? I thought we were both 30. Wow. And I'm not even applying any eye cream. That's amazing. Damn, I must look so, so young. Lucky. Yeah, you look really young. Okay. Well, in this case, I'm on, I'm on board, baby. Yeah. Okay someone 12 years your junior yes and not even important to the story but unfortunately revealed my age um but he he left me uh he left me at a tgi fridays because the waitress you know he ordered curly fries and she was like oh that's my favorite order too and he was like oh wait that's so perfect and she was like fuck it should we get married and i was like i wanted the quesadilla what and there's nothing wrong with wanting a quesadilla. Mm-mm. Quesadillas are great. 
I know. And That's, I didn't even get my order in. That to you. Oh, you didn't even get your food. I didn't get my food. I didn't get my order in. I lost my boyfriend who started dating this. I mean, he got married to this waitress so and sorry. the whole night was supposed to be to celebrate the, the new movie, Mr. and Mrs. Smith that just came out that we both had been working on, um, you know, the, the music for what you were working on the music for Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Mm-hmm. Now that's interesting. So you were working in the music industry before you came to medicine? Oh, honey, I have done a lot of different jobs. Is that why you don't like music now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, did too much you of just it. Just got burned out on music. Yeah, did too much. Now I famously don't listen to music. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because I used to be a composer. Oh, that's so cool. Why? Can I ask why you stopped being a composer? Yeah, it was, it was just your classic story of like, I was, I was working one day and a PA was, was, was too hot and, and fell over and got up and was totally fine. But I thought, oh, that would have been cool if I could have been like, I'm a doctor, get out of my way, clear the space. He needs 20 cc's of, I don't fucking know. And I couldn't say yeah, that and you, because you didn't know. Yeah. And so at, from that point on, I was like, I need a different career and I hate music. I can't believe you're this old and I'm just not realizing. I'm just not putting it together. So this makes so much sense. Did you, did you ever have a job before being a doctor? Or did you just I did. go straight? Well, you know, no one goes, you know, straight, straight to medicine. I had like you know, random jobs over the years. I, I used to be the person who spins the sign outside of Little Caesars. Ooh, how was that? Very fun. And I got extremely jacked. Oh, that's a my fun way to work out. Truly ripped. My rest of the body, not getting a workout at all, but my arms were ripped, absolutely shredded. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So I liked that job, but it was also annoying because they would never let me inside so I never got to like make a pizza or anything like that I just was spinning the sign right but if you had got like going inside and making a pizza like that's not your job no but so that would have been a crazy thing that they were like oh yeah sure just just come out inside and make a pizza yeah but you would think that maybe (laughs) after like six years of dedicated service they would they would promote me to you know indoor an indoor job or oh okay touching the ingredients they wouldn't let me touch the ingredients they acted like I was beneath them ah I I would imagine like yeah the politics of sign spinning would be stressful to navigate absolutely there's hierarchies for sure can we okay before we wrap up this episode if you recall there's a point when like we realized there's a syphilis outbreak where the chief called us all into a room and was like giving a speech being like three interns four residents and six nurses on this surgical floor have been diagnosed with syphilis who do you think the three interns and four residents are the six nurses couldn't care less Mm -mm. and actually you know what does that go against my liberal agenda to not care about the six nurses? I think it doesn't because now, nah, because I'll tell you why, because the nurses, they are so exclusive. Mm-hmm. I've tried to go to their parties and they're just like, they're like, we kind of have a good thing going. Yeah. It's like, I'm all about 
you know, being a girl boss and girl power, but don't be mean to me. Invite me to your party still. Yeah. Exactly. The minute you don't invite me to a party, I'm not on your side yeah. anymore. I actually am actively rooting for you, a fellow woman in medicine, to fail. Exactly. Because anyway, so the three hundred four yeah. residents. So we yeah. know one for sure is George. Right. That's Making one. List. I'm writing. I'm writing down this list. One George. Three interns. Well, well Alex has it as well. Yep. I'm having a hard time thinking of our other peers because those guys take up so much of the of my mind because we live with them and they're on the tv show that's so true why is it so hard for us to think of a single other intern oh i know um it could be rex 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 who do you think rex slept with so rex is like you know he's a big musical theater guy right huge musical theater guy did you go to a show last weekend when he did pippin yeah yeah i saw it uh I went, I went on a Thursday night though. So I don't oh, think I saw you. Yeah. Yeah. Friday. yeah uh, he's so he's like a big, like musical theater guy. And so I feel like he sees a lot of people like outside of the hospital because I know they have that like musical club. So I'm wondering if he slept with someone from the music club. And cap- so you think maybe Rex got syphilis from the music club and he's actually patient zero at Seattle Grace and Rex is the one who gave it to basically cause it to spread within the hospital? Yeah, but also a lot of the music club are doctors. Oh, you mean at the extra, yeah, the extracurricular club. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Okay, you know what? Yeah. I auditioned to be in that club. You did? They didn't let you in? Mm-mm, no. Did you refuse to do music? Yeah, I said, why can't I just get up here and 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 read a book, like an audio book? And they were mm-hmm. like, come on, that's ridiculous. You know, Anna, you could do lights or something. You could be on oh, stage. Oh, yeah. Stage maybe crew. I should, yeah, maybe I should do something like that. You should audition. You think? Yeah, I do. I really do. Um, oh. Do a little Kelly Clarkson for him. <gasps> Here I am once again. I'm torn into pieces. Can't deny it, can't pretend. Just thought you were the one. Oh, the other side. But you don't get to see the tears I hide behind these hazel eyes. Bravo. Um, you know what? I did audition actually, and I did not get the part. He, um, oh, really? No, I auditioned to be in Pippin, mm-hmm. um, and for some reason, I did not get a role. I didn't get a speaking role at all. He gave me position of um, like a townsperson, mm-hmm. so I basically would be in magic to do as an ensemble member, and that's it. Oh, that's that's a that's a and BS like, role. Yeah, honey, give me a solo on the stage. I'm not doing magic to do popping up, going down the the corridor, down the down the what's it called, the little pathway between the seats and the audience. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing audience. I'm not doing aisle work. I'm not. Thank you. I'm not doing aisle work. I'm on stage. Yeah. I'm getting a spotlight. I want a special mic that has my name taped on it. Wow. Fuck you. Fuck you, yeah. Rex. You know what? I hope Rex has syphilis and I hope his penis falls off. Wow. All right, so All right. are the residents? I think, look, I'm going to say it. I think Bailey has syph. Okay. Bailey, that's, yeah, because we haven't seen much of her love life and I never hear about it. So she could totally mm-hmm. be messing around. Definitely. Uh, what about, um, what about, uh, 
I mean, Derek, I feel like that's kind of an obvious one. All the wives. Oh, well, if Derek has Sif, then maybe Meredith is one of the, maybe Meredith and not Rex. Mm. That's true. But she, we know she doesn't have it. So. You're right. You know what? I think you're right. It's gotta be Rex. Okay. Bailey has it. Derek has it. Who else are, um, who else are residents? I think that, um, who are other residents in this hospital? Oh, you know what? I bet that drunk anesthesiologist has yes, it. Yes, definitely. Drunk yeah. anesthesiologist. Mm-hmm. Um, does, does he count as a resident? Yes. I think so. Yeah. In my mind, yeah. In my mind. Yeah. In my mind, yeah. In my mind. Uh-huh. In my mind, yes. So then that's what it is. In my mind, for sure. Um, and then you know what? I'm going to say... The last person who is a resident in my mind, but not certainly not in job title, Nancy, that woman who works in the cafeteria. That's exactly what I was thinking. That is so crazy. I was Nancy for sure. Nancy has said for sure. For sure. All right. Well, we'll get the gossip while it's hot because we're serving it up over here. (laughs) Yum, yum. Yum, yum. in a damn spoon (laughs) with a middle section. Or yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, because this this gossip is hot and it is liquid, so you do mm-hmm. not want the circle in the middle of your spoon. No, we serve our gossip like a soup. Mm-hmm. Lots of pieces, all consumed at once. Am I getting too into this metaphor? Um. Okay. Well, I think we can make it work. So it's like <laughs> gossip is soup. There's a lot of ingredients and it really, it tastes really good and it's warm in your belly. Mm-hmm. Um, it relieves your your hunger for gossip and it like relieves your curiosities, but only for a little bit. Cause yeah, I think and that's why it's like quick. an early course, mm-hmm. you know, it's not, you don't want gossip as your dinner, Mm-mm. you want it as an appetizer. Definitely. And yeah. I also think gossip is like soup because sometimes you need to use an immersion blender and you need to blend mm-hmm. it up and and really um, pass around the gossip. Definitely, definitely. That's perfect. You need, break, you need to break down the big picture of the gossip into the little pieces, you know? Mm-hmm. Definitely. Does and that track? That tracks, that tracks perfectly, I believe. Mm-hmm. Gossip is like soup because... Well, I think we already... one more more thing okay gossip is also like soup because old people and babies like it yes like every age enjoys soup that is but then in your 30s you're like i don't care about soup anymore i just care about my job and it's like but you like a good soup like don't lie And, and I feel like people do the same thing with gossip. Oh, I don't want to get into that. I just want to talk about, you know, cases. And it's like, don't lie to yourself. Yeah, people good- are like, I'm saving the calories. I don't need yeah. an appetizer. And it's like, bitch, no one needs an appetizer. You want an appetizer. Exactly. And and also no one needs a tomato bisque with their grilled cheese. But damn it, if it's there, you're going to dunk that sandwich. Um. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, perfect metaphor. Um, gossip is soup. Yep, gossip is soup. <laughs> gossip is soup, and it also stays good in the fridge, and it only gets 
better, better. as the flavors sit for longer. You know, wow. so gossip just gets better with time. Yes. <laughs> All right. Um, I don't think we even need to say what we ha- what we want to do next to get onto the episode because we're getting into season two. And- no, we're on season two. There's going to yeah. be more episodes. We're a hundred percent bound to be on. I think we're doing everything right. We just need to keep doing what we're doing and blossom. There's going to be more episodes, more screen time. Maybe we'll have, you know, new friends or something. And mm-hmm. we're just, we're going to get in there and we're going to really going to get in there. We're going to get in there kind of like that Sif got into George, Alex, Rex, Bailey, Derek, the drunk anesthesiologist, and Nancy. Nice. Oh, wow. That was beautifully said. Thank you. Gossip is soup. Gossip is soup. All right. Bye. All right. Bye, everybody. And you. <laughs> oh, wait. In the trundle. Uh-huh. And I'll see you later. Nobody knows where we might end up. Nobody knows. Something like that. Yeah. There are over 70,000 new cases every year. Undiagnosed, syphilis can lead to blindness, insanity, and death. If you are having unprotected sex with another member of the staff, get tested. This is not a request. Patricia will now give you a safe sex demonstration.